0: Welcome to the Stop Hating Dating and Find Your Person podcast. I'm certified life coach, Stacy Perry. I went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to. Each week, I'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself, interact in a way that's authentic to you and gets you the relationship that you want. If you're ready to make dating and find your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. If you are like me and my clients, you love to be right and in control. And I say, you go girl, get your control freak on, but let's get it on the things that you actually have control over. This week, we're talking about your dating superpower, and that superpower is giving your time, energy, and attention to those things within your control. This is a skill you can grow, and it's an absolute superpower when it comes to dating and finding your person. A lot of the times when you're dating and feeling like bummed out and discouraged and frustrated, you're feeling that way because you're preoccupied with situations and people you can't control and you can't change. So I want to get you noticing when you're stuck trying to control things out of your control and get you faster and faster at getting unstuck because believing we need people, apps, and situations to change in order for us to get the relationship we want puts us at the mercy of those people, apps, and situations. All the craziness of dating can stay the same, and you can learn to weed through it and find your person. The fastest way to hate dating, to feel frustrated, apathetic, or just fed up by it all, is to focus your time, energy, and efforts on the parts of dating you don't have control over. And conversely, The quickest way to make dating and finding your person more pleasurable and successful, that's what we want, right? To be successful, to be done with dating and moving on to sharing your life with your special person is to get really clear on the difference between what you don't have control over versus what you do have control over. I outlined most of this episode the week before I left for Stagecoach. It's a country music festival in Southern California. And I know country music is about as polarizing as one of my other faves, Chardonnay, the cougar juice of wines, (laughs) but stay with me for this analogy. I've gone to Stagecoach for many years with a group of friends, and this year they changed the layout and sold way more tickets, and my friends and I did not like it. We kept complaining about the overcrowding at the different stages and the crazy lines for food and drinks. And you know what we decided? We're not going to go next year if we don't hear they are going to fix some of the things that they changed this year that we didn't like. We are going to vote with our dollars and go to another music festival. We can't control Stagecoach, how it's run, how it changes over the years. We can control if we choose to go. You know, I think that it was so bad in the area where you pay to have seats, that someone will end up suing them. Like it was just a shit show. And some of my clients bring the courtroom to our sessions and come prepared to convince a judge and jury that dating is all kinds of fucked up, that decent humans shouldn't ghost, that there should be an app with only quality guys who want a real life partner, that people should just ask you out already instead of texting back and forth forever, that people should be transparent and not waste your time. And for God's sakes, people, date your own age. And I know you could defend some of these cases too. The love bombers, gaslighters, narcissists, ghosters, breadcrumbers, jail sentences for them all if you and my clients were the lawyers in the courtroom. But the reality is, all this annoying stuff is basically just a distracting part of dating. Being right about these things simply isn't useful when it comes to your quest to find your person. It doesn't move you towards the relationship of your dreams. And even worse, it keeps you stuck, it zaps your energy, and it distracts you from the goal of finding your person. And worst case scenario, it has some of you not even entering the dating game. Or totally giving up and quitting on your dream of finding your person. Do I wish that all the people you liked had their shit together, were transparent about where they were emotionally and what they wanted in a relationship, that everyone was an emotional adult when it came to communicating and taking responsibility for their actions? Hales, yes. Is that the reality? Hales, no. I am with you, you are right about most of your complaints about dating, but it's just not useful to focus on these things because we cannot change them. So we need to stop looking for things to be fair and start looking for where we have the power to do something that moves us closer to finding our person. We need to stop wanting to be right and start looking for things we can do something about. I personally am not a big fan of the rules or being told I need to be in my feminine energy or need to lean back. But where I think these philosophies on dating get it so right is that it has you not trying to control other humans because you simply can't control other humans and it's a waste of your precious time and energy even to try. So let's talk about some examples of things that are like in our control and out of our control. We don't have control over what people we like do, don't do, say, or don't say. What we do have control over is how we act and show up, how we respond, reminding ourselves we always have a choice no matter how other people are showing up. So for me, this is when the guy I liked wasn't texting me or wasn't asking me out again or doing the slow fade on me. I sometimes chose to send a closure text. My closure text might be something like, depending on the person and the connection, it could sound like, I really enjoyed hanging out with you. It feels like things have shifted. I wish you the best. If things change, reach out. And sometimes I just let the slow fade happen or I let the ghoster go. And another example is like, we don't have control over when people aren't confirming the day of the date or just blow us off completely the day of the date, all frustrating parts of dating that we don't have control over. We can decide if we want to be the kind of person that checks in with them when we don't hear from them and give them the benefit of the doubt, or if we want to let things unfold and use that all as data points for learning about this particular person and how they show up. We can also have dating protocols where we do like a phone call or a Zoom call before an in-person date in hopes of reducing dates flaking. We can also have a fun backup plan so our time spent getting ready gets enjoyed and utilized. Another example, we can't control someone we like liking us back. You can decide not to let their actions deter you if they don't like you back. We can choose to give our time and attention to people who are giving their time and attention to us. We can purposely be choosing people who are choosing us. We can choose to be kind to ourselves, even when we don't like something we did or how something turned out. For me, this looked like when the guy I was currently super excited about did the slow fade, and I felt the sting but didn't make it mean that I was unlovable or that there were no good guys left or that I should just like give up. Those thoughts did pop into my mind, but I purposely chose not to give them my attention or believe them. Another thing we don't have control over, we don't have control over other people's timing, priorities, preferences. We do have control over intentionally trying to get to know them and what is currently true for them. Letting them know what we're looking for, letting them know our timing, our priorities, our preferences. And we have control over accepting when we're not on the same page with them and moving on. Another example is we don't have control over the apps who's on them, how people behave on the apps. We do have control over what apps we use, how we show up on the apps. The efforts we put into meeting people on the apps, the effort we put into meeting people in real life. I had a client recently start dating on Hinge, and she sent at least 25 really thoughtful messages and got no responses. She was feeling super discouraged. And putting time and effort into things that don't respond to our time and effort is discouraging. So we decided she might prefer Bumble, where you don't message until you both show interest. And Bubble worked way better for her. And even if you go to more extreme, you could even develop a new app or create an in-person event or start a new meetup group for like-minded singles if you're not liking the apps. Another area we don't have a control over is our past, but we do have control over how we heal it, how we forgive our past selves, what we make our past mean about ourselves and our future we can rewrite how we tell our stories to others and ourselves so we're the hero not the victim or however you prefer to write it you're smart you get the picture we could both write a million other examples of what we do and don't have control over in all these different situations and i suggest doing this exercise to gain some awareness on the way you get stuck and depleted trying to control things outside of your control dating so Why do we do all these things? Well, like, why do we go to trying to control things that are outside of our control? It's because we're human. Number one, it's just way more fun to complain and blame about things outside of us than to do the things that bring up the resistance and fear in us. A lot of the time, it feels like better being right than to take action. Think of my stagecoach example. It's easier for me to complain to my friends than to write a letter to the promoter or to organize a group to take action, to make a formal complaint or just to decide to not go next year. Number two, when we're busy being preoccupied with being right and controlling things outside of our control, we're not actually risking doing the scary stuff like putting ourselves out there. Being busy, judging all that sucks about dating and feeling very justified in doing so feels super productive and reasonable, but it keeps you stuck and distracted from actually taking actions that move you towards what you want to create. I'm thinking like a hot, sexy, loving, playful, meaningful, secure relationship. Number three, our protective primal brains only care about our survival. Your protective primal brain thinks you being stuck trying to control things outside of your control is way safer than you putting time and energy into dating. Your protective primal brain only cares about keeping you alive. And it does this by one, conserving energy, two, seeking pleasure, and three, avoiding pain. This is known as the motivational triad. And we will discuss the motivational triad Often, because it's always influencing our thoughts and emotions and actions and behaviors, it's our default subconscious operating system that we need to be aware of and not let it be in charge of our dating life. So now what? What should you do with all this? First, just practicing noticing when you are trying to control the uncontrollable is so powerful. Just simple awareness is the prize. Give yourself a gold star every time you catch your brain trying to get you to control something outside of your control. Awareness is the first step to shifting your focus towards things you can control to get the outcome you want, finding your person. Second, acknowledge yourself and the experience. You're not a robot. People we like flaking on us are not liking us back is not a fun experience. For me, this was being sad and processing the sadness when the guy I was currently into wasn't into me, giving myself a breather to process the uncomfortable feelings that were coming up for me, and then reminding myself I'm doing all this because I want a life partner, and then putting in some swipes to drum up some new action. Third, I know my fellow control freaks and lovers of being right also don't like the thought of people wasting our time. So maybe a thought for you when you catch yourself trying to control the uncontrollable is simply remind yourself it is a waste of your time. Four, when you get stuck in the situation, ask yourself what is and isn't in your control in the situation. This is happening This is a situation, so now what? What do I want to do now? How do I want to respond or show up? And then fifth, reminder, you're a human. Your protective primal brain doesn't know the difference between what's controllable and what's not and will try to get you to control the uncontrollable. You just don't have to do what your brain says and you don't have to believe everything your brain says. And with practice, you're going to get better and better and faster and faster at redirecting your brain to the things within your control. And again, this is a skill and it is one of your super duper powers when it comes to dating and finding your person. Love you. Go get them. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one-on-one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio or use the link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call and let's go find a person.